Maybe like a tenth. Welcome <laughs> to a tenth of Kim's family. <laughs> this is the last week out with a little bit of a bass in there from Anthony's shoulder. Uh-huh. And as usual, this podcast, this here podcast, this uh, this ship, this boat, this plane is sponsored by Sissy Art. Mm. S-I-S-S-Y Art. Throw an at symbol in front of that. You got her Instagram. And you've got access to custom Art, all kinds of cool stuff, man. And we could sit here and talk about it all day. We've done it before, but just go ahead and follow her on Instagram and check out what she's got. Um, that uh, that lo-fi banger you heard at the beginning is, as always, was given to us by Mr. DJ Devin Hancock. Again, throw an ad symbol in front of that. And you got DJ Devin Hancock on Instagram. You see all the cool stuff that he's up to as well. You can follow us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, any platform really that you can find a podcast, you can find us. And that's mm. last week out, LWO. You can email us at Gmail at the last week out. If you got anything you want us to talk about, to discuss, to bring into the podcast and kind of, you know, just get our ideas on it and maybe get some conversation started on some good stuff, go ahead and do that. We appreciate that kind of stuff, man. So Throw a like button, subscribe, do what you can for us. Today, you, I'm you, you're getting better at that. It used to take you five or six minutes. To yeah, get that all was that really stuff. to the <laughs> point, and you didn't miss a beat, man. Didn't that miss was a perfect. beat, dude. I didn't Give have him to a round of applause, dude. Give me a round of applause, real quick. Give me a round of applause right there. Oh. Oh man, you know what, dude? I just I love this thing so much i love doing this so much dude adjacent to my left one of my fucking bbs dude my best friend anthony fucking tatum and to my and to my right my other bb david slack dude and we're and your just your wife's thong in your <laughs> wife's thong with my pepperoni nipples watch out you motherfuckers dude so you already know what those guys do anthony's the conversation is dj's the dj's the dj the david the david the David, David. Is, the David, the DJ is the David, and the David is the DJ. So mm -hmm. that's how that's going over there. And then you got nice. me, Mr. Chudzy, and you can follow me on Instagram at Chudzy Wubsy, dude, for just some good content, my friends. Just yeah, nice great. photos. Mm -hmm. Good photos, good contact, positivity. And what's really interesting is the positivity and the cool stuff that's on my Instagram is actually happening in my real life and I'm not fronting about nothing, dude. And if I was, I still wouldn't put it on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> so it's going to stay positive, dude. <laughs> nice. And we got a special guest to say that, but all my guests, but all my guests are really special, man, because yeah. this is this is a cool thing that we're doing, man. I'm going to give you a little intro of how I meant this, man. And uh, I want to share my immense amount of gratitude for the place that I met him at. Because on our last podcast uh, with Mr. Mike Kerr, we talked about having hobbies and how important they are. And it's how important it is to go and find that thing for you that you love so much. And for me, I found that at a place called Black Rock Bouldering Gym. Shameless plug for them, dude. Uh, but essentially, dude, it's just a rock climbing gym, man. We're just There's a bunch of good people that share a, a, a common a common like, like and want for a specific thing, dude. And that's rock climbing. And it has been such an amazing thing and such a positive thing for my mental health over the last couple months and how I met today's guest man um, they were doing like a, a ninja class where it's called ninja <laughs> fit dude right yeah and, and he was he was teaching the class and I do this thing when I meet people I'll do like I'll like say kind of like uh, not a yeah, like kind of obscure things or I'll make jokes and I'll kind of just see where they're at and I did that with him right when we met because he was like oh how you feeling and I was like I feel like shit I was like I hate this <laughs> and he's like alright we're gonna do we're gonna do you know push ups with our pinkies and I was like fuck <laughs> you dude and like we had that camaraderie right away because he understood where I was coming from man because we're out there and we're working hard dude and like yeah. it's not easy it's really not and I haven't been doing it recently but the couple times I did do it, I have a blast every time, and I was thinking about it this why, morning. Why not? Have you been not been doing it recently? It's a it's a it's at a weird time for me. Sometimes it's Wednesdays at six o'clock, so it's yeah. like oh some, the the classes, yeah the class, yeah the, class, the, ninja classes, class. the ninja yeah. class. I can't. I didn't know how much of it was true. What Chad was saying. Are you doing push-ups with your pinkies? Not with your well. Well, we're ninjas. Your pinkies dude. are part of it, but 
Yeah, your whole hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Chad. We're ninjas, dude. We're ninjas, dude. <laughs> we're working up. Is it actually pinky called pinky. Ninja Fit? Yes. Yeah, it really is uh, Ninja Fit. Yeah, I'm not saying some kind of racial yeah, slur because yeah. our guest is of the Asian variety, okay? Uh-huh. I'm not, it really is the Ninja Class. I never dude. know with you, dude. F-I-T-T Fit. So... What's the second T for? So all of the letters actually stand for frequency, intensity, time, and type for the ninja fit. And that's like the kind of like recurring theme of the fitness classes Mm -hmm. to kind of like um, keep it frequent, intensity high, the time is always at six o'clock, and then the type of exercises end up changing. Like all of those components to fitness like can be changed up and it will help elevate your like fitness level so basically it sucks let me tell you right now <laughs> but it's that kind of it's su- a good suck. it's a good suck dude it's a, it's a suck that you gotta embrace dude and like i said just an immense amount of gratitude for you know the rock climbing sport just in all man it's done so much for me and it's just helped with my mental health and like my the way i look at myself you know, the way I view myself, my self-esteem has gone up, you know, yeah. because you're like, shit, <laughs> 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 which is sometimes I do feel like shit, but uh, I haven't been feeling like shit, man, you know, and, and I feel like it's just so important to get out and get some kind of exercise, some kind of activity yeah. or just some kind of, uh, of hobby that just like. It just helps with like the loneliness sometimes and like the chatter of a thousand monkeys that's going on in my head. But I'm yeah. I'm out here and I'm doing this activity and I'm and I'm making these friendships and I'm just I'm having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just immensely grateful for the bouldering gym. I'm immensely grateful for the people in this room. I'm just grateful for everybody, dude. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. Yeah. So welcome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. We got Father's I Day tomorrow. I, yeah. Yeah. Father's Day tomorrow. We, like celebrate all the fathers yeah even even the fathers that aren't fathers yeah the potential like, fathers mm-hmm. just the father figures i would say right because oh. you don't have to be you don't have to spawn children to be a figure a father figure right yeah you can just be an individual that's male or female that influences other people in like a fatherly way right? so you're acknowledging a couple of those guys tomorrow and girls. Oh, right? wow. Because because there's people that grow up without a father figure. Yeah. And have a female in their life that teach them like the like the ways. Like teach them, you know, just good deeds and everything like that, right? Yeah, and like how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, tr- trust me. I've met plenty of females that would be able to like cuz right, kill at the end, like what is what is a father figure? Right. Right? What yeah. is it? I mean, it's everything. Like, you know, you got, like, I would say it's just a parental unit, like, or, or someone that can guide you in, a, in like, a way that's going to lead you to, a, like, living a good social, cultural, like, person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. individual that has inspired you in some way or another. Yeah. Right. To be the best person that you can be you. you're not my dad <laughs> <laughs> so for you is your dad out here so my dad lives in new orleans or baton rouge right now nice um, baton, yeah. rouge in baton rouge in new orleans colin baton rouge um yeah so he lives with uh my brother cousin and takes care of uh his kids while my like while my wife that word you just said brother cousin brother cousin what does that mean (laughs) so so my family is very the the family tree is very like convoluted yeah um my dad was married before me or before he had me Uh uh-huh he had three daughters um in vietnam and the war happened um he had to leave those three daughters and his wife at the time in vietnam came over to the states in 72. okay my mom was also married before my dad had um well she had my sister on my mom's side um and then married a gi had my brother came over to the state or came over to the states had my brother in 72 
Um, and then they separated, met my dad. So you have four half-sisters and a half-brother. Four half-sisters, one half-brother. So that's just the beginning of the the family tree. Oh, yeah, right? dude. And then um, my... Then my like two of my sisters and my mo- my mom on my dad or my stepmom, mm-hmm. they came over from Vietnam finally when I was fifteen. Yeah, my stepmom passed away. They also brought her sister and her son, so it's like my cousin, right? Yeah, um, or half cousins. Is that right? That I don't work? even know how that yeah. one would work. So it was your stepmother's kid. Was it in relation with your dad? My stepmother's sister. Stepmother's her, her, sister, her son. Oh, right. I'd have to get a yeah. diagram. So out whatever on this diagram shit, that is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need we need to make yeah. a family tree right now. Org chart, yeah. dude. Org chart, quick, yeah. David. Yep. So my stepmom passed away. Yeah. My dad married her sister out of obligation, right? So like, so then my cousin becomes my brother, my stepbrother. Okay. Oh, so wow, so, I, so I call him my, my brother cousin. Yeah. Holy cow. That would have just got lost in conversation had I not asked. Boom. Well, that's very insightful. Yeah. And we were wow. talking this morning a little bit about your culture. Yeah. And a little bit about how you were raised and things along those lines. But I, I kind of act fresh to it when we sit Ooh. down on the podcast because it's easier for me to kind of yeah. get our audience uh, on the same page as us. Absolutely. So your family is uh vietnamese and vietnamese yeah. all of them are from or your mom and your dad were both from you told me this morning saigon. from saigon. saigon saigon yep so everybody calls it saigon it's on the map as ho chi minh city okay but even like people that live in ho chi minh city call it saigon because saigon. it's it's literally like the like the name doesn't distinguish the actual place right so even though you rename it ho chi minh city it's the place is Saigon. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, hey, so you were born, <laughs> yeah, though. But I was born in Indiana. Indiana? Yeah. That's where Chad yeah, was Yeah, what part raised? of Indiana are you from? Fort Wayne. Oh, Fort Wayne, yeah, Indiana? Fort, Fort, Fort Fun. That? Where's Fort, that in relation? <laughs> that's a little down south from where I'm from. I'm from the northwest Indiana. So. Are you? You from the region? I'm from the region. What? I'm from the region, man. Watch I'm, out now. That's where my, my niece is both of my nieces you got kin everywhere dude oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we saw a picture of a tenth of your family that's a tenth of my family <laughs> up in like we, we're taking over northern indiana for the most part like, <laughs> from indianapolis up your family's probably bigger than your graduating class in fort wayne um eighth grade eighth grade decidedly bigger yeah um are you joking me you're thinking about this right now there's a possibility that your family was as big if not bigger than your graduating class i mean graduating class was only like 400 i have nine i got nine family members i can't even put a number on it but it's nowhere near that nine nine only counts like like my mom's siblings yeah that's like, no kids, nothing. No kids. There. Like literally, my mom's name is right. ten in Vietnamese. It's Mui. And they were Mui, just like and Mui. Mui yeah. And Mui means Mui means ten. Is like, the one is is her uh, oldest sibling right above her? Not her oldest, but the next oldest. Mm-hmm. Is he or she nine? Yeah. What about the first? Uh, the first one I think has passed away, but I like they actually have like names for the first, second, <laughs> the first, second, and third. I think I would make fun of my they, little siblings so named. much if I had a name and they were seven. Yeah, they're. <laughs> <laughs> but so so, I, I guess culturally though, um, Asian cultures like numbers and and like characters and like animals and everything like that are names. Right and flowers and everything like that. So like those are actual like names as opposed like, you know like, I guess um, you know like like you you name your kid Johnson, like your like your last name is Johnson because you're the son of John mm-hmm. or whatever First like name that little. in 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 English. But like in in <laughs> in Asian cultures, you're the number because it's just easier that way. Mm-hmm. But it's but the number just it's it's kind of like a a rank structure you know in culture so like you have to you respect 
the 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 lower number, <laughs> like because they're older than you. you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start calling my little brother number two. Number just two, to piss him off. Who does number what two, up number two? Work two? For? <laughs> <laughs> what if he's number two? What if he piece of shit number two? So how many what siblings? <laughs> uh, so you you have you told me you had uh, four, four sisters. Of, yeah, half sisters. Yeah. One and, and these are all your sisters though. So yeah, they're like that's your family. Yeah, you don't like the halves and all that stuff. That doesn't. That doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, their family is family. Yeah. You know, uh, and friends of family, you know, all of that stuff. So, like, you know, I, I have people that, you know, like, oh, this is my cousin. And, like, you, you're not even, like, blood related to them. But because culturally, you like, you're integrated. You yeah. grow up with this guy. You grow up with that girl or whatever like that. This is my cousin. This is my cousin. It's, like, not really <laughs> related. <laughs> but related by and I, I would say like related by cultural like integration yeah endeavors and time yeah. and all yeah. of that yeah I've, i have people like that in my life understanding absolutely yeah, yeah i have a couple of step brothers that i grew up with stepsister yep. and then uh my family that we call my god my, family now is yeah. kind of like that yeah. Is like that's my family, yeah. But but not by blood, by no, any yeah. means. But I am a product of a few step dads and things like that. Gotcha. So you were born in Indiana. Born in Indiana. Raised in Indiana. Born and raised. Okay. Um, joined the military at eighteen. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What uh branch? Um, army. Army. Yep. So uh, joined the army, active uh, six years. Went National Guard after those six years. Yeah. Back to Indiana for college. And then once I graduated college, I came down here to Phoenix in 07. What did you do in college? Um, health and kinesiology with a minor in philosophy. Holy smokes, yeah. dude. You know, they're totally related. Yeah. <laughs> they go hand in hand. So were you, for you, were you always a discipline? Because being in the Army, I think of it as like you're coming out. But you know what? Actually, David served for a little bit of time. Nice. But um, nice. were you a disciplined human being going into the Army? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that's that's just part of the like part of my upbringing culture is like you're always just going to respect hierarchy uh-huh. um, and respect the elders, respect, you know, the people who are like in charge. But then the discipline part is like kind of like, I guess, in it's not like genetically ingrained, but it's just culturally ingrained in you that you like you're just going to like follow what like the rules of the the culture rules of the road rules of like you know like that are out there yeah we follow them because they're they're there because they're like experientially like in introduced because like someone did something dumb yeah right like speed limits someone sped and like died because they went over a speed limit or whatever like that so they put speed limit in you know, seatbelts, like someone died because their seatbelts weren't. Well, I would think, though, with uh, even that, when you're saying that cultural side, I think, you know, in my mind, and I could be totally wrong, it's like I feel like I go out to anywhere in Asia or Russia or wherever I go. I feel like a teenager, though, is probably a bit of a teenager every single where I go. But uh, it's like some of that impressionability and some of that... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, social pressures yeah. are pushing us in, in a different direction. So for you, especially having that culture and then being out here and mm-hmm. seeing like your friends in school who are like, fuck my mom, dude, I hate her. Did <laughs> yeah, you yeah, never yeah. have a little bit of that uh, ambivalent behavior mm-hmm. crop up? So and you were and you were number six, dude. So I was number six, but I was only number one between my mom and dad oh damn dude so you're the heir to the throne i'm the heir to the throne between those two or i i would say i'm the bridge yeah between those two because i still have older brothers and sisters yeah right on both sides Mm -hmm. so like i'm not the heir to either side because i'm the youngest on both sides Uh right but i'm the bridge between both of those sides right yeah um but going to like, like your previous question about like all of that, it's just like kind of like, it was like subconsciously in my head about like, you know, fuck my mom, fuck my dad type situation. Like yeah. it was like, you know, I was like growing up in Indiana and being 
physically look different from anybody else in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Like growing up in the early 80s, like it was born in 77. So like consciously growing up in the early 80s and being different, I'm like, I was kind of like rebelling by being like, I'm American. I don't want to eat, you know, I don't want to eat rice and fish. Yeah. Like I, want a, I want a happy meal. I want like chicken McNuggets and I'm like, not to plug McDonald's, but that was the thing at the time, right? Fish yeah. filet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a McDonald's. And a I want, I, yeah, I want, I want, I want, I want American food. Yeah. I want pizza. I want, you know, all of this stuff. And, um, but then like you grow up and you, you start like in, like in, introspection yeah. and understanding your culture and understanding, you know, more of like, this is, this is what we, this is what we've come from. Yep. You know, um, and then I'm like, I revert back and I'm like, I love being Vietnamese. Yeah. You know, I love having that like history. I I don't speak Vietnamese. That's the crazy thing about it. Like I can speak better. I would say I can speak better Spanish than I can speak better Vietnamese. Interesting, dude. Why is that? When did you pick up Spanish? I picked up, I pick up languages easily because technically Vietnamese is my first language. I only spoke Vietnamese is it a hard language? Is that why? Um, not really difficult. Uh, if I would say it's you have to you have to understand the tonal differences in language. Yeah. So like um, inflection, deflection, you know, um, static. So like it's it's a very tonal language mm-hmm. versus a guttural language. So like guttural language would be something like um, Japanese, like oh. Yes. Well, no, like, yeah, so they're kind of like a combination between Tonal yeah. and Gatoro, but like Gatoro is more like Arabic, um, Russian. Uh, oh, yes, you speak from the gut when you use yeah, the words. Yes, you know, I know, I know yeah, this yeah. is your speaking. Yep. Yes, yes. I've never seen Chad do this before. <laughs> this is, it's, these are actually pretty good, yeah. though. But Tonal is like very, like, you, you, you can, like, you, you have to be able to differentiate between like a, um, like, Mui. Right, my mom's name Mui, uh-huh. right or Mui. Oh, okay. Right, oh, Mui. The inflection yeah. right there, right Mui. after the yeah. E M. Yeah. Or, What's the difference between the two? I don't know. Like, oh. and that's the thing, right? Like it, nowadays, I like so it's actually funny because like when I first met my sisters, um, they said you know gamang, which means uh, like thank you, right? And then if you say you're welcome, it's konkachi, right? But I accidentally said Kankachi, which means I have no sisters. Oh! But they're, but they're my sisters. And they're like, ha ha ha. And they start laughing at me. Like, oh, yeah, yes, you, you do. Like, oh, we're your sisters, but you said you have no sisters. You know, stuff like that. And it's like, like the differentiation between those can be like, yeah. like misinterpreted right. or, or, you know, or you just say it incorrectly. <laughs> So, and then, so as far as it goes, back to the question two yeah. was, you were uh, 18 though, back to your disciplines, yeah. into your culture. Always still disciplined. Like there's always, there was always still like a discipline in my, my upbringing. My uncle grew up, my uncle lived with us when we were growing up. So like, you know, Vietnamese culture is like always family, like is, is, is um very close. Mm-hmm. So my uncle was, um, you know, he lived with us with me and my brother, who's actually half black, half Vietnamese, um, and then me, and then my my mom and dad. Um, so when growing up young, my uncle was there, and he was kind of like the educator disciplinarian. Yeah. Um, and then my parents were, they you know they're the elders and they're the parents, but they were always working. Like they're they're blue collar workers so like my mom actually worked at like a factory my dad worked at a factory like a different factory so they were like you know like constantly doing like weird shifts right yep. um, and long shifts over over time and all that stuff and then but my uncle is he's an electrical engineer so like it's very like nine to five type job you know and he's very and he's highly educated so he was able to like be there when we finished school you know and come home and like kind of like sh- you know, like make sure that we like did our homework and you know before we could you know watch television very and, much so the the father figure 
Yeah, he's like a yeah a father figure, right? Full circle, and dude. so yeah, mm-hmm. full yeah, full good. Circle. Good yeah, job, yeah. dude. Closing that yeah. loop. So oh. is <laughs> <laughs> so you join the military or you join the army? Join the army. Okay, yep. and then where where do you get sent? Um, where so, do you go to training and all that? So Fort Jackson for basic, okay. uh, that's South Carolina. Went, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fort Eustace for uh, Virginia. Okay, um, for um, my AIT. So I wanted. It was like influential for that my uncle was an electrical engineer. I wanted to work on like helicopters, be electrical engineer, aviation engineer when I grew up. Right. Um, I joined the military outwardly because I needed money for college. I didn't want my, I didn't want to have my parents pay for college for me because they had separated when I was 15. And I was like, well, I don't want to put them through like financial hardship. Um, well, AIT is the secondary training. So you yeah. go through boot camp, and then AIT yeah. is your is your advanced individual training. Yeah. So it's it's like your specialty mm. training, and so then you get deployed. Yeah, everybody becomes a soldier at boot camp, and then you have a specialty. So you're a soldier first, and then a special a specialist mm-hmm. like trade school. Trade school. I yeah. didn't make it to the AIT. No. It is what it is. They, they, yeah. they let us come home for Christmas break. Didn't go I back. came back and tested positive for Coke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'll do it. That, that'll do it. Oh. Yeah. oh. So, <laughs> so you, you get your AT, then, then what? Then didn't go to Korea for a year. Got sent to Korea. Drill, sar- drill sergeants were like, we're going to send you to Korea. And we're like, I was like, yeah, we're going to Korea. And they're like, why are you so happy you didn't go to Korea? It's like, because that's why we joined the military is like to be sent to different countries and like get to see them for like get paid to see different countries and like go and like have fun and the sand and the dirt and and you know like go see these countries while getting paid and you know and and like do what we do what we've we're trained to do yeah so you've always liked putting yourself through physical pain huh yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. got that off you from the ninja <laughs> that's, that's, class that's, i was like you students enjoying this I'm, 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 just how I'm saving a, private ryan portrayed it too in the beginning yeah i'm a say i'm a sadist right is that what it is sadist or a masochist 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 yeah. Yeah. i feel like shit i might be a sadist too but you know because i like inflicting pain in other people <laughs> yeah i know yeah i know you do no but um yeah, so like discipline, all of that, but like outwardly, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, I wanted to do something, right, it, that would, like, essentially benefit me as well. Mm-hmm. What right? were you guys doing in Korea at that time? So I was working on helicopters. It was, you know, ninety five, ninety six, so Cold War era or whatever, like that, and like I worked on. Um, the Cobra helicopter system and the Kiowa Warrior helicopter system. So I was an aircraft armament guy. So, so it I worked wasn't on an the, active zone though. You guys are just nah. kind of like keeping peace or yeah. or just drinking, being ready, working out, yeah, you know, like fixing guns. Because that's like I I worked on the weapon system. So like the guns and the missiles and the rockets. On What's the coolest the thing you've ever shot? Uh, for me, heroin. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I would say I would say the fifty cal machine gun. Oh yeah? Yeah, 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 was it was it anchored to something? Yeah, yeah, it was like so we had a tripod on it and just on the ground though. Yeah, you not like your, on a, the back of a UAZ or anything I've, like I've, that. I've shot nose on on the back of a Humvee and all that stuff, oh, that's or on the, so the turret tight, of the Humvee. Dude. But the the one on the tripod is actually more fun because you put your feet behind the tripod, the yeah. two legs. And then you hold the butterfly, which is it's like you're on the Millennium like, Falcon. Yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> and you can feel, you can feel the whole yeah, dream, dude. Your whole body is just like vibrating with it. <laughs> they uh, in boot camp when I was there, they shot a live rocket launcher at a, yeah. at an old tank, yeah. which is really cool. AT four. Yeah, yeah. You get to shoot those. Wait, you did you get to shoot yeah. one? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, I'm sitting in the room with a man who shot a rocket launcher. This Throwing is the whole this, that whole ninja fun. thing, right? It's like there's there's things that I can operate, mm-hmm. right? Weapons that I can operate that like nobody knows, nobody nobody like can see that you're just like oh you pick up a gun and you just shoot it, mm-hmm. right? I can pick up pretty much any weapon that I can hold in my hand and and understand the workings of it mm-hmm. and then shoot it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, not me, dude. No, not me. Either. I'm not very technically sound with the weapons. Yeah, no, and, and and nobody like you don't like. I guess you don't. You 
it's not intuitive. Yeah. Well, and it's not even deep underneath there. Like I meet my buddies who get their hands on guns. Actually, my uh, God brother, he's just like, I go over to his house and he's got like an AR-15 that he rebuilds. He's like, you want to see this thing, dude? (laughs) It's got a little laser scope on it. I'm like, cool, man. I just look at him like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's nice, dude. That's nice. Yeah, whereas like I can pick it up and like, oh yeah, let me break it down for you. (laughs) Let me, uh, like, let me literally tear this weapon down. Give me a blindfold. I'll do this in yeah, 15 and seconds. Put it, we used to do that in Korea, actually, with the 50 cows. For, oh, my God. They, the 50 cow on the, on the Kaiwa Warrior. We would, like, blindfold each other and be like, okay, ready to take this apart? Go. And you take off, take apart, like, the 50 cow, and then you're like, all right, there's there's a 50 cow machine gun all pulled <laughs> apart, blindfolded. And wow, because like, you never know if you're in the situation and something yeah. goes off, and now you're blind. You're in, you the, put you're, this you're in a cave, and you got to make a suit of armor and a <laughs> arc reactor for your chest. Yeah, <laughs> 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 all right, Tony no. Stark. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, so Korea, um, a year in Korea, and then back to uh, and then to Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Um, and Fort Bragg, North Carolina was, uh, where I jumped out of, um, airplanes and helicopters. They were like, Hey, who wants to jump out of an airplane? I was like, yeah, you, you raise your hand. I right wanted to you. I did, <laughs> yeah. And they're like me and my buddy were like, we raise our hands. And then they're like, who wants to earn a, an extra $150 a month? And like 30 other people raise their hands. So we're like, wait, we get paid extra to do this. And they're like, yeah. I was like, like well, I, I just wanted to jump out of everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, but if you're gonna get, if you're gonna bit. throw 150 dollars at me, I, yeah, okay, I could do that too. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds real good. So we just hit the 31 minute mark. So typically nice. we take a break, okay, and we just kind of review and talk about things and see yeah. what direction the last, the latter half is gonna go. So with okay. that, we're gonna take a quick oh. break, guys. Oh, <laughs> we are going to take a break, and we are be right back. <laughs> be back. Nice. break and i'm a little i'm a little upset right now i'm gonna be honest with you guys <laughs> because we had some really good conversation going on yeah, yeah. and uh really kind of opened the door like we we're hearing all these things about you right but during this break yeah. what i've also come to to realize about you is that you have a lot of introspective like spiritual like beliefs that you've developed and we're going to get into some of that stuff right now and how yeah. you kind of got into that because i was listening to you talk right now and i was like oh hold, wait a second <laughs> There's more to this man than you know. Yeah, that's the ninja. That's the ninja. There's a lot more to this man than you know. Because you portray this very just like kind of like you're simple and you're a happy guy. But how did you become so happy is the question. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to get into. Yeah. You were telling us that... I think that our first half of, of our podcast, and we are telling you, we're figuring it out. I mean, this is episode, what, 11, David? 12. 12. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we're, we're figuring out our ground, but the point and the aim of the, the podcast was exactly where we were at on break. Was and, and I think it's beautiful. We get to know you, hear a little bit about you, and yeah. it's always cool to have somebody on that we don't know. It's like we were all leading in, and then you were telling us that this is a really good segue when you're being deployed because you're out in yep. Korea and then they're about to send you over to Bosnia. So out in Korea went back or got sent back to the States to um, North Carolina, Fort mm-hmm. Bragg. Um, I, you know, I volunteered for the Airborne and all that stuff. Got assigned to the 82nd Airborne, mm-hmm. um, which most people like, like you know, distinguish like, oh, they're like the... like like one of the elite the best of forces. the best sir yeah best of the best <laughs> of of the army right mm-hmm. um but so like while i was in the 82nd i started burning out in my my ai in my specialty as as a helicopter mechanic electrician armament guy and um i'm telling my platoon sergeant and it's like he's like he's he you know he's very fatherly yeah, you know, with me, he's like he's like leading me and guiding me. He's like, oh, you know, it's like, 
I'm burning out. I need some. I need a change. I, I I need to figure something out. And at that time, like literally, right when I'm telling him, and and like right after that, we're you know he gets a call from this the command sergeant major. And his command sergeant major's like, hey, I need someone to go to Bosnia, like to to help out with a peacekeeping mission and all that stuff. And, and like my platoon sergeant's on the phone with him. He's like, looks at me on the phone. He's like, I know just the right guy to send to Bosnia. And he's looking at me, and you you know you get that look. You're like, it's like he's talking about me, right? And um and I'm like, where's Bosnia? What the hell? And he's like, he's like, you're going to Bosnia. It just it'll be really good for you. You're gonna love it. It's it's gonna be like you say you're burning out. This is gonna be like something that you that you're gonna definitely like. I'm like, I'll go wherever you tell me. You know, this is that's the army way. You just go wherever they tell you. <laughs> and I'm in Bosnia, so like months later I'm actually in Bosnia and um and that's where it gives me time to do the introspection right the time to do like who am I what like what am I doing why am I here and where and who do I want to be and you were about 22 at this time about you were saying 22 so 2000 mm-hmm. um yeah so I was 22 right going to turn 23 in May at that time so it was like you know, I'm like, who am I? What am I doing? Where am I going? And that introspection led me to why I really joined the army. But ultimately, like joined the army, it's like yeah. running away from my family, running away from like the the drama of life and like growing up. And you Indiana. didn't even know that. You, that know was subconscious. That. Subconscious, totally wow. like one of these things. Like my, you know, I had like a whole lot of like, I guess, um, inner turmoil yeah right and um and that being the case it was like you know it was like this is this is crazy you know yeah and and this is this you know and and i had like in the 82nd you know i had like a lot of issues with alcohol i was an alcoholic like even in korea i didn't realize that i was an alcoholic you know and like when you go to Bosnia, when you get sent overseas or like to like a peacekeeping mission, there's no alcohol. Like, so God got to sober up, you know, like unintentionally sober up. And, um, you know, and, and I, I thought, you know, I think about it, I was like, oh man, I, I abused alcohol yeah. and, and I used alcohol as like a, as a, as like a, a way to kind of like drown out those subconscious thoughts and memories and, and ideas. But now that I'm sober, I'm able to be introspective about it. And I'm able to be like, okay, why did I use alcohol? Why was I an abusive, like in that mm-hmm. abusive nature? Why did I, you know, why was I so angry? So like everybody that knows me here in Arizona, like they know me as like happy-go-lucky, cool, you know, easygoing, simple Kim. But it's like, it's like one of these things was like, I drove myself to be that way. Right. I I conditioned myself to become this, like spiritual and like this type of person. So like, um, and and it's because I had time in Bosnia. Like all you have, all you have in Bosnia is your work, right? And then like the friends that you're on. Like I was on a base that was literally only three kilometers around. Like that's less than a mile and a half or something like that right so, yeah so it's like you 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 only have so many things to do but you have all of this time and that's all you like you have time to 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 think back introspect be mindful you know i'm taking this philosophy class or this ethics class oh that's right that's right? what you're saying yeah and I, and you know and it's and it's you question your arguments for something and it and it counteracts each other because like you're like you learn right the, well, the, the holes of philosophy and when you're a young man too well uh, 22 yeah, and 22. these are big things to be to be toiling over yeah. and, and handling and for me i can relate with what you're saying is coming to those moments and having that 
self-awareness and that introspection yeah. and it's almost like wow how long have i had this how long mm -hmm. has that been there how long have i been blotting it out yep. and then me and you were talking and i was asking you for you if you had any guidance and support in it and yeah. you had you had mentioned your ethics class and yep. so after you got that self-awareness what was mm -hmm. the actual micro activity that changed like what did you look at that was like aside from just the awareness because that's mm -hmm. that's helpful yeah. but you'll see a lot of people like for me if i sit here with you and i'm like oh i should get in better physical shape <laughs> yeah it's like okay well what's actually gonna need to happen yeah you know and for yeah, yeah, you yeah. what needed to happen so i think what needed to happen was that meditation side of the of the house the thinking that i was drawing and, and meditating and and like able to like kind of just like sit there mm -hmm. and 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 do the meditations because so that's like, an activity actually. so that that is a it is a very it it's it's kind of funny everybody thinks of like meditation as being like Oh, it's, you know, you just lose yourself in meditation. It's like there's different types of meditation, right? And the meditation that I practiced at the time was introspective meditation. So it's like just kind of going, digging deep into my brain and digging deep into my emotions and feelings and and like understanding my history and just literally like breaking it down. Were you sitting to a timer, or were you just sitting? Just sitting, laying, um, you know, walking doing you know like just doing like just any type of activity that allowed me to do the introspection yeah with purpose with purpose yeah. yeah with with feeling and with understanding you right? know what's crazy for our listeners is we've done 11 of these and i don't think it's been talked about yeah. the art of meditation yet on this yeah. podcast but i think everyone sitting in the room i know for me that's a that's a steady discipline that yeah. i have yeah. and it's something that i believe in strongly mm -hmm. you know and and i embrace yeah. so it's really cool that you're bringing that up right now yeah. just for our listeners and people that um, have heard us talk before it's like yeah meditation is a purposeful and a challenging activity yeah. for anybody yeah. yep. you know? so for you when you started meditating what it, sort of did you begin to realize and did you get you yeah. say more accomplished in it um i gave, i began to realize that i was like i was like um projecting yeah outwardly you know and i was i was like projecting like my inner feelings and thoughts and like um turmoils and everything like that yeah. outwardly as like an alcoholic outwardly as like a angry you know like type individual mm -hmm. um or that i was like projecting like a facade of myself yeah you know and then i was like okay i'm i'm like i might look like i'm a uh you know a happy-go-lucky person today but i'm like really deep down inside i'm just like angry and it's just like fired up how like, are you feeling that like did you lose your identity in those moments yeah oh yeah it's like and and but that's that's the thing it's like for me when i was like when i was doing that i was like well that's not my identity now yeah that's not who i want to be and and so who do i really want to be and i was able to like redirect and recondition my mind right to who i want to be do you still think like that today yeah, who absolutely. Do I want to be? Meditate. Who do I want to be? Why am I the way that I am now? And how do I become better? Right. Right. And so, like, that's, and that's, that's one of the things. That's why you, I continue to meditate. That's why I continue to, like, be introspective and be, you know, I guess a, like, a strong proponent to, like, activities that are, like, not only physically like um challenging but but healthy right but also culturally um um supportive right because chad you know like the the climbing community is is supportive of everybody no matter like you being like a beginner or being like an advanced climber or whatever like that you everybody just supports everybody's like yeah you got it like, right. it's, it's like you know you're pushing through your own like like own challenges but like there's a there's a whole like 
culture of of individuals and and like every culture has it like even my family is like that too it's amazing to be at the rock gym and climbing a route that might be a little more difficult than that what i've been doing and people have been seeing me climbing and to hear somebody you get to that almost the top and you hear somebody you don't even know they go they go oh oh oh." go get it like you got this you got this or someone's like you got a foothold by your left and like you get to the top and you touch that top hold man you come back down and you just like look at that person like thank you yeah Thank you. I don't even know you, but thank you. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and and in that same breath, what Chad's talking about too is that support system. Did you have it? Did you feel like you had it at 22? So at no, and at 22. Well, so yeah, it's it's kind of weird. At at first, I didn't think that I had it, um, but the people that I was hanging out with were actually um, they were medics, and and they supported me in in like the 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 emotional mm-hmm. turmoil that I went through. So yeah. like I broke down crying, like watching a movie, like with them. And they're like, why are you crying? It's like, this is like the last thing that I remember, like my family being together is watching Rain Man, like of all things. It's like, I remember like distinctly, you know, me being on the ground in front of the television, like laying down on my side or whatever. My brother laying like close to me. And then my parents on the, the couch and my uncle like on like the love seat or whatever. And, and like that's the last thing that I distinctly remember in my memory mm-hmm. um, as a child. Yeah. Um, and, and like very distinct. But I started crying because it was just like that's like that was the last thing that I remember as like a as like integrated family. Because my parents were separated, they separated when I was fifteen. Right. You know, my uncle moved out. He got. He grew up. He's. You know, when I say he grew up, he was already an adult when I was growing up. But like, he, you know, met his now wife, um, and like had moved out. You know, and my brothers, like, they've had. We've had a falling out with my brother. He's like kind of. I don't know where he is, but you know, I wish him the best. Like we, you know, but he definitely. Lost. He's he's finding his own way yeah yeah you know but it's definitely not connected with me right and my mom i don't think so it's kind of like this this weird thing about my brother he he went through his own intro like internal like soul searching type finding type thing and you know and and he's been back and forth in my life like as an adult but like now he i haven't i haven't had any contact with him for well, years and i think to talk to a little bit about what you know going back to your introspection we had mm-hmm. a really cool dialogue kind of combating our belief system in whether you believe we have the capacity yeah. for that sort of change yeah because it's like when you, we look at that you know for me I feel blessed. Yeah. Like I just feel lucky yeah. that I have gotten the opportunity to surround myself with people who I know are making my life easier. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I know that I could do better at it. Like yep. I meet other people who I'm like, wow, like, okay, you're, you're pushing it to the next tier. And then yeah. I'll hear those people that, you know, and I need that dialogue, man. I need those people that are kind of like the deities of whatever <laughs> thought life I'm heading yeah. to, yeah. you know? And, when I asked you whether you thought that you, everybody has the capacity, you said you thought that they did. Yeah. But it was a, it, it, there was a certain amount of nurture that you felt like needed to be involved. Am yeah. I right in that? Yeah, it's like that combination of nature and nurture right. type situation. And like you have, like in, in order to, in order to help with, you know, like, be like the introspection and the mindfulness and like being the best person that you are Mm -hmm. you have like it it helps that there are other people around you um and environments around you that are conducive to helping you find that helping you like helping you on your journey to be a better person right versus like the you know you like there's going to be people that are out there that are like always like putting you down or like like questioning your like your mindset or just like distracting you like that are just distracted distractions to like you being a better person they're like no man you just come on let's just 
let's just go like you know have a drink or or go like have a smoke or go like do this Mm -hmm. right and it's and it's distracting to like yeah no i i just need to be a better person and like all right let's do this let's let's climb a harder route or let's let's focus on like you know a ninja fit or whatever like that and and that fitness or let's let's think about doing you know like where's this where's this podcast gonna go Mm -hmm. like the the direction that we're going aim it right aim it or or whatever like that and like supporting that Mm. and like people that support that and people that support you in that endeavor Mm -hmm. right versus like just everyday distractions even you know you have like oh i have a responsibility to this i have a responsibility to that it's like do you really have a responsibility to that right is that really something that is going to get you to the next level right well and so what are some unequivocal truths for you nowadays so you have that you've kind of created this character yeah you know of who you are at 22 yeah and like for me when i look at it it's like i'm still becoming the person i am and i think you're saying the same thing yeah. to me so what are yeah. we working on right now always always working towards i would say like does like okay so for me um it's it's always something that's like does is this beneficial to me for one right but is it also beneficial to my family and yeah, friends, dude. right? And then is it beneficial to society and culture, right? So it's like, first I have to think about me and and, and it's kind of egotistical in nature to think of that way. Right. But if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't take care of the things that you have to take care of, mind, you know, body, emotion, spiritual, all of that, if that, isn't balanced and mm. you don't have that balance in you how is that going to radiate to your friends and family right and then how does that in- influence your friends and family and then how does that influence culture and society yeah right because your friends and family will radiate and it's and it's very viral mm-hmm. like you 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 become the catalyst of your own world you become the catalyst of your own like society mm-hmm. and the society around it, and then it starts building, yeah. right? Um, so like me, like you're always I, you always need to grow. Twenty three years old, twenty two years old, forty two years old. You mm-hmm. know, I'm forty two now, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's like the Asian." Jeans. You look great, man. Yeah, yeah. the Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Asian jeans help, right? Ass, dude. But physically. And mentally and spiritually and everything like that, it's, you know, it's it's something that you continue to grow. Yeah. And you continue, like, whether it's going to be, you know, you're growing physically or you're growing, like, spiritually or mentally or as a whole, uh-huh. right? You, you just keep stepping forward and you keep stepping, thinking about, so, like, you were talking about that uh, absolute, right? I know I really do don't have a belief in like absolutes black and white okay you're uh, there's always it's just a matter of gray space right and and each individual has their level of gray space yeah. whether it's like an extreme left or extreme right or whatever like that still gray because yeah. you're able to transition through those shades mm-hmm. right and you're able to like grow and become more and better and like you know, and or just like you be happy with yourself and be cool. happy with you, who you are and how you are influencing like your society and all yeah. everything. Well, and, and for you on a personal level, what are you working on? And, and for me right now, um, I'm newly married. You said yeah. and you're married. Congrats. Nice. You said you've yeah. been married for Congrats. three years. Actually, yeah. I heard your wife call when we were sitting in here. And <laughs> so <making> waffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a, I mean, that was a high level of sacrifice and not in a bad way yeah. for me. That's yeah. it's been a really beautiful experience yeah. to kind of learn how to care about a person's emotions mm-hmm. to that um extent yeah you know because Commitment. I could, yeah, yeah you know it, it is it's yeah. heavy and yeah. i'm learning i'm mm-hmm. figuring it out i have no idea what i'm doing at certain times and then yeah. i'll make a, a completely selfish decision at yeah. certain times and i'm like yeah. oh wow like oh i committed to this being my responsibility yeah um, so for me, that's something new that I'm working on. And then the house, I'm learning how to take care of a home. Yeah. I'm learning just like silly things. Yeah. You know, for yeah. you personally, what are we working on right now? 
42, um, you're a pretty successful guy. Yeah. And for our listeners, it's like, well, what are you working yeah. on right now? Yeah, so I'm I'm retired military, yeah. right? So I, re- I went 20 years in the military. Uh-huh. Um, I think what I'm working on is definitely like with my relationship as far as my personal relationship with my wife and my fur dog, right? My yeah, fur baby. Your fur baby. Yep. Um, is, Happy Father's Day. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is is just building that, just building that relationship uh-huh. and continually to grow from that relationship because, so my, my wife is, is Austrian she's she it's funny because like her her history is similar to my history her parents are separated they're both immigrants from Austria no kidding but we always make fun of it because her parents came over on a boat and my parents came over on a plane but Vietnamese culture is known as boat people when they immigrate right and her parents are actually (laughs) the boat people (laughs) um but uh like just building that relationship between her and me because her like uh she's got a small family right i have a big family Mm -hmm. and like the differentiations between those and differentiations between like her communication style and my communication style and her understanding of emotions and her emotions and and like reactions to it and my understandings of emotions and the way that i um react Mm-hmm. Uh, and and are triggered by like certain things. Like I shut down sometimes when it, emotionally mm-hmm. and and communication wise, and just trying to build that that bridge between us, right? Um, because there's decidedly a, a difference in communication between her and me, right? And then like like being responsible for a dog, right? That is like decidedly like he's domesticated, but you know he can like he's he relies on us so oh yeah yeah so you have a you have a you have a responsibility to that responsibility to the house responsibility to like uh you know to like the bills that you've chosen to pay and all that stuff but like always just working to be influential in one way or another right um so i didn't have a lot of of um so what I'm driving towards is just building those relationships, building that responsibility. But then also I didn't have a lot of um, early um, influence to my nieces and nephews. Yeah. So all of my brothers and sisters, my cousins that have kids, my nephews that are the same age as me mm-hmm. that have kids and all that stuff. I wasn't very like involved in their, like, their upbringing as yeah. like young, young kids. Um, but they're growing up to be young adults now and and now I have the ability to influence it, the ability to father figure right or to be Uncle Kim as my, my wife likes to call it like Angelica she likes to call it um, uh, Uncle Kim says and, and she, she finds it amusing but also very like influential very spiritual she wants to write a book about it and she'd be like she's like i want to i want to i want to write all of these i want to write down all of these things that you say and put it in a book that says uncle kim says because like it's <laughs> it's very spiritual very like influential yeah right but i say it to my nieces and nephews or like friends that are influential that i i have an influence in and, and all that stuff and it's kind of like i i don't I guess I I don't see it as like as like um, uh, higher level right. or whatever. But I you know, and then I I think back of what she's she's like she's like oh I'm, I'm that's definitely like something that needs to be like written down or whatever. Well, like and that. I think for I'm you, like, oh. I think it's I I when and I had asked you a question in the in the break. It is kind of a probing question about yeah. negative humility. And I wanted to see basically, you know, sometimes, you know, humility, I don't know, there's so much 
in my mind, I, I really navigate the world of manipulation. I've yeah. just been, I, I grew up in it, you yeah. know what I mean? And um, and I'm a con man by <laughs> trade. Yeah. Um, and so Nate, like when I hear humility, it's like, okay, why are you being so humble, you know? Yeah. Well, what is this, dude? Is yeah. this you trying to get more power off of me? <laughs> you know, and for you, you're a humble guy, Thanks. you know? Yeah. And I think what I hear though is a lot of the wisdom isn't, you know, just grace or just, um, nature. Yeah, you've put a lot of work into it. Yeah, and that yeah. is something to not go. You know, uh, you'd say, mm, I heard. You know, don't take your talents to the grave. Yeah, you know. Okay, you don't want to die and and take your talents to the grave. Right. You know, and for you, you've earned these disciplines and yeah. these this wisdom through practice and mindset, and then even yeah. for us, it's like. I am a uh, practicer of negative behaviors. Maybe mm. maybe you don't have them as much as as some of us do. Yeah, um, yeah a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you always. Yeah. There's always going to be some like negative like practice, right? So like you know, shutting down. Yeah. Like when I'm triggered by like something and shutting down and not saying anything, not reacting to it, and just like kind of like distancing myself from something that triggers me so when i when i say something that triggers me is like something that like gets me like angry or fired up um so like i i i pull in mm -hmm. and i i shut down or, or i don't shut down but i like what i do is like i just don't react to it i try not to react to it because i'm like is this a natural emotion to be triggered by this mm -hmm. right um and if it is, is anger the right reaction? Is that the right emotion to be triggered by that? Or is it frustration? Or is it, you know, um, is it just, is it an illogical emotion mm. to this, whatever it is that triggers me, right? Oh, like, dude, I embrace that biological stuff, though. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm angry, <laughs> yeah, dude. I am angry, but, like, is that is that natural? And then, like, and, and then I just start going down this downward spiral is like what emotion is it right but i don't know i i don't have like this wide array of like understanding of emotions mm -hmm. i have i like i'm very kind of simple as far as like emo emotions. like like not on emotions themselves but like the 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 spectrum of emotions uh -huh. right um i i know of a few and then like i don't i don't i haven't experience or I just don't know what the term is for like the other types of emotions mm. right for me it's happy sad and mad yeah, yeah. low well yeah that's, you get four right that's a yeah. good American output there, yeah man it's like mm -hmm. we've got we've got I'm okay yeah and like I'm fucking gleeful yeah and then I'm angry yeah oh. you know what I mean oh oh yeah <laughs> well I'm, I'm the same yeah. way I don't know because I've I've had so many experiences with people who outwardly show their emotions, okay, yeah. and and I don't. I kind of yeah. I take things inward, inward. very often. Yeah. Um, and for a while, I thought it was a negative thing. But what I feel like I've come to realize, dude, is that I'm taking things in inwardly so that I could look at it, yeah. right, and I can make the decision on whether or not. Well, should I be angry? Yeah. Should I outwardly be angry at my girlfriend for this thing? Right. But it's like, but does it really matter? Right. Or should I continue to show love and kindness? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And put my selfish needs and mm -hmm. wants to the side, or what I think of the situation. Yeah. So I'm never, I'm never, I'm not the guy to get into a debate with. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'll shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not the guy who's gonna like uh, be in your face or make you feel a certain way because yeah. I'm thinking about it in my head and I'm, I'm deciding whether or not, okay, does this even need to be discussed? Yeah. What is this person going through? Can I put myself in their shoes for a second and be yeah. compassionate and be understanding? Empathy and everything. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the thing too, right? It's like everybody in, in you know in that nature nurture situation is like you are you were you nurtured the way to express your feelings and emotions mm -hmm. like inst on an instant and like the wide array of of emotions or were you nature nurtured to introspect and think about it and it's like is that conducive to our conversation? Is that conducive to like am I am I angry at my wife right and if i'm angry at my wife am i angry because she said this or am i angry because 
I should have done that. Mm. Right. Right. And yeah, that's a hard one is yeah. when you, you start taking responsibilities for, you know, how we got there. Actually, I was yeah. in a situation like that last night, but I won't go into it. What I do need to do, because we are at an hour, four minutes. What yeah. I'd like for you to do is for anybody listening and for us sitting in here listening. Yeah. Uh, if we were in a place, whether it be we were trying to grow towards practicing, harnessing our anger or... Uh, starting to do meditation yeah. or wanting to uh, be more physically fit or anything like that. Yeah. What would you say? Want to be good physically fit? You can join point? us at Black Rock Bouldering <laughs> yeah. Gym six o'clock <laughs> on Wednesdays for the Ninja <laughs> yeah. Fit. So I feel like shit. <laughs> I would. I would. I think I would say. Um, you know, you have to put your ego aside, and you and you. Like it's really it's really humbling to seek out um, someone that you rever and that what you that you want to be like or you know has a is is a subject matter expert or is is like someone who um, has practiced or has you know experience in whatever you're trying to be better at. Right. So you put your ego aside, seek out those individuals and ask them for help. So that's that's one of the things that I like would really, really like, you know, put out there into the ether is like you're not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people out there that can help you guide you in your way, in in your path. Mm-hmm. but also not necessarily need to guide you, but just like show you this is a path, right? This is a way to go. If you choose to go the other way, at least we showed you, right? And like not everybody walks the same path, but there are people that are always going to be there along your path and that you can, you 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 don't have to do it by yourself. You don't have to do it you know, like as an an individual walking, you know, alone, there's always going to be, there's someone out there that there's people out there, there's cultures out there, there's societies, there's, you know, there's individuals, there's podcasts, there's, you know, there's something out there for you to help you along your way Mm. and, and set that ego aside and, and let that ego be like, let's see let's see what happens yeah right because what's the worst that can happen you just it's like you just put it aside and you take your own path you know it's like it is what it is it's time time is you know is a construct and you and you if you if you spend a minute or two or you know an hour 60 minutes right and and you listen to something and it's not the way that you want to go then then it's not the way that you want to go. Pick your ego back up and walk your own merry way. <laughs> nice. ask, ask, for, ask for help. Ask, ask for, help. for help. Ask for help. Or yeah. seek help. Or you don't have yeah. yeah, you don't yeah. even have to like outwardly ask. You seek help, you look for help, or yeah, and he's like, there's always there's something out there. That's so beautiful. You just blew my mind wide open because the things you're talking about right now are extremely relatable um, just from being in like a a 12-step fellowship and learning about spirituality and different practices. Mm -hmm. And it's like I had to go to a certain place to hear these things and to learn these things. But here you are who's someone who's not involved in those things, but you have the same ideas, same principles that you lived your life by. Yeah. And it's just mind blowing for me, me be able to sit back, put my ego aside, and say, "Okay, my, it's not my way or the highway. It's not like, yeah." There's so many different ways to achieve that, like Zen, spiritual, mm-hmm. um, you know, just personality and individualism. It's I don't know. It's yeah. beautiful. Thank you so much for opening up. Yeah. For Thanks being, for having me on. For being so transparent and being so honest and bringing some of this stuff with you, man. It's I don't know, dude. Just big shouts out to Black Rock Bouldering yeah. Gym. I hope you guys listen to this. Black dude. Rock Bouldering Gym. Because you guys Ninja have done Fit. all of it, dude. Ninja Fit, Mr. Kim Quinn. <laughs> okay, you can check him out, dude. Like us on um any social media we're on there yeah. dude just like us okay get on there 
That's all I got, dude. Yeah, thank you so much, man. I'll, I'll, I'll buy me. the book. Let your wife know. Uncle Kim says. Uncle, Uncle Kim, Kim says. says. I'm waiting on the book. Dude. Yeah, dude. Okay, bye. Love you. Peace. Oh, we got one more thing before you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Okay. You know it? Yeah. <laughs>